This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, let me ask you this question about Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, he didn't practice on Wednesday, right? It seems yeah. like he's still dealing with the ankle sprain. Uh, he's going up against Jacksonville, who, you know, who, like, the Jaguars just destroyed the Colts, right, the first time around this year. They only played each other a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. And he did relatively well against them on a per-carry basis, but the Jaguars have actually been one of the better teams against running backs. They're only allowing 4.2 yards a carry. Uh, but, you know, a couple of running backs have got some volume against them, um, and he should be able to get it done. But, like, does does the ankle injury play into this at all for you? Like, would he be higher if he was fully healthy right now? I don't even know if he was fully healthy, you know, that I'd put him much higher. I might have him over and, you know, you're going to keep uh, – people might be mad at me for saying this. I might have him over Alvin Kamara. That's about it. You know, okay, I, 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 don't you. Think, I don't think Jonathan Taylor in this offense, you know, it's a very low scoring offense now suddenly in Indianapolis. Um, the run game hasn't been what it's been. Jonathan Taylor, maybe, maybe not so much that he's lost a step, but it's just – the offense isn't working together right now. And as long as that continues to happen, you know, I, I think Jonathan Taylor is an, a low-end RB1, um, if that. I think that's kind of where his ceiling is right now. Um, until we see another explosive performance like we're, we've become accustomed to, I think Jonathan, you can't really rank him much higher. Yeah, I mean, I feel like his ceiling is overall RB1, like no matter what. Um, you know what I mean? Because he can just explode at any moment. Like he, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, one of these games at some point, 160 yards rushing, you know what I mean? Like 18 carries, 160 yeah. yards rushing, two touchdowns. Like I can see it. I can see it. But, you know, he hasn't been able to get it done since week one. So, you know, we're tempering our expectations for sure. Yeah. Moving on to 11 through 20. Um, at 11, we have Dalvin Cook. We talked about him ad nauseum in yesterday's podcast. Uh, so you can yeah. listen to that and what we think about him. Uh, Kenneth Walker at 12. I have met, you know, as an RB1 before he even makes his first start. Uh, and I'm okay yeah. with that, you know, given the running backs who I have behind him this week, like Aaron Jones, Devin Singletary, you know, we spoke about, you know, Kenneth Walker a ton this week as well. Uh, but Arizona's given up almost four and a half yards of carry. Uh, we're expecting a lot of plays in this game. We talked about this game as well, uh, it being high scoring. So he should be in lineups this week. Yeah. And we talked about the matchup, like we said. That's that's the big thing that stands out to me. It's a really good spot for Kenneth Walker to really hit the ground running. I think that he's going to be able to do that um, in this game pretty easily. As an RB1, you know, if he can turn in an RB1 performance, that's going to be a huge confidence boost to managers that have him. Uh, I, I like it. You know, it's a really for good sure. matchup. We have Aaron Jones at 13, uh, Devin Singletary in, at 14. I, I So I think in a close game, Singletary is going to play close to an every down roll. Um, and Vegas is expecting a close game here. Last week, yeah. it wasn't a close game. They they blew them out. So they involved James Cook. They involved Zach Moss. But in a closer game, I wouldn't expect that. Kind of similar to what we saw two weeks ago. 
Yeah. Um, you know, Benjamin at 15, assuming James Conner doesn't play. Uh, I don't have Conner in these rankings. Uh, that will change, obviously, if Conner uh, ends up suiting up. Uh, and I'll have these rankings updated, you know, moving forward. And by the way, if you do want all of the rankings, you can visit patreon.com slash fantasy. All the rankings will be there uh, either later today or tomorrow. Um, but if Conner does end up playing, um, I think Benjamin is still in play as like an RB3 flex play yeah. with some upside. And, you know, I'd probably have Connor as like a low end RB2 if he does play. Um, now, let me ask you this. I think that's if, Con- if Connor ends up playing, you, you playing Connor over Benjamin? Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like you have to. You know, he yeah. is the guy there. He He's the early down back. He doesn't have the touchdowns, like I said, but it's just been the Cardinals offense that's been a little bit off. Um, I, I don't think you could start, um, you know, Benjamin over James Connor with James Conner on the field, because at the depth chart, it just tells you all you need to know that James Conner is going to be the guy. Even if, you know, Benjamin is getting some pass passes, you know, the running game is going to run through James Conner. And, and if, if, you know, Benjamin, you know, feels a little bit high at 15, you know, we think maybe he looks a little bit high at 15. You have to remember with the bye weeks, there are a lot of big name running backs out this week on bye. Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, and who would be back DeAndre Swift. Um, Bunch of guys out, running backs. You're going to be seeing a lot of these guys probably in lineups across your league because, like I said, big name running backs out this week. It's a heavy-hitting bye week for the running back position. You know, Benjamin could play in every down roll this week, man. I mean, you know, if James, like we already know Dow Williams is out. If James Conner is out, uh, I think Eno Benjamin is pretty safe at 15 here um, because of the fact that he's going to have a role on early downs. He's going to have a role on, in, on the, in the receiving game, and he's going to have the goal line role too. So, yeah. you know, this is what you want, especially in a high-scoring game against the Seahawks, a, a terrible, terrible defense. Um, yeah. You got Jeff Wilson here at 16. Uh, his overall rush share went down last week, as we talked about in yesterday's pe- episode. Uh, but this is a good overall matchup for the 49ers. Like, I can't really bet against Jeff Wilson being somewhat efficient on his touches without how good he's looked this year. Um, and Atlanta's allowing 4.7 yards to carry. So this is a solid matchup for him. Um, and he continues to be a solid RB2 for as long as Elijah Mitchell's out. Yeah, you know, the script for me, what I think is going to end up happening, the game script for the Niners this week is just going to be play solid defense against a rough, a relatively rough offense. And then, um, you know, just pound the rock, take control, take control of the game with the run game. Jeff Wilson can do that. Um, they're not asking Jimmy Garoppolo to do too much, which, you know, is kind of reminds me of what they're doing in Dallas with Cooper Rush. But they can rely on the run game and a strong defense to win this game. I think that the best fantasy players for the Niners' offense are the running backs right now. If only the if only the Cowboys' offense had a good running game, maybe if they would play Tony Pollard more. I don't know. I don't know. It might be. An I idea. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll stash that just just in case. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melvin hey. Gordon. Hey, I, will do, I will defend. Yeah. I will defend Zeke a little bit. He does okay. not look that bad. He's a solid running back, but not for what the Dallas is paying them. Um, Tony Pollard should be, you know. He looked starter. better last week. Yeah, but that's what happens when you give him 22 carries. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, I have Melvin Gordon here at 18. I had him a little bit higher earlier, but then I moved him down. Yeah. I was at, I, I, I texted Zach. I'm like, hey, uh, I don't like Melvin Gordon as much. Um, he seems a <laughs> bit volatile to me, you know, given his fumbling issues. Uh, and the fact that the, he might be in a tight leash because of it. He did play the yeah. most snaps uh, last week. He did play most of the early downs. 
He had one goal line snap, and this is a very good matchup against the Chargers defense, giving up the most fantasy points, giving up the most yards yards per carry, two running backs. Um, so I like the matchup. The the split overall was like relatively close between him and Mike Boone last week, and Gordon didn't necess- didn't really look great in the first half, and then in the second half, Mike Boone started getting some more work. So you know. Don't be surprised if this is a 50-50 split moving forward. Uh, and then on top of that, you're like, all right, well, if Latavius Murray is active, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what's going to happen there? Like, what is what is Latavius Murray's role going to be? And if you have Melvin Gordon, if you have Mike Boone, you're hoping that, you know, Murray's just like a guy sitting on the bench, you know, waiting for an opportunity. And that's about it. But uh, how are you feeling about Melvin Gordon right now? If you have him, you, you're just like, regardless you're just starting him in this matchup yeah he has to be an automatic start because you're either a javante williams owner who picked up melvin gordon um you know real quick if he wasn't available or you traded for him or you're somebody that took him as a handcuff and you're hoping that you know he'd have a little bit more workload I, I, you, you don't not start melvin gordon he's the technically the lead back in denver there's no reason not to start him um the matchup isn't that scary you know, there is, like I said, talent on the Chargers defense, but it's not bad for Melvin Gordon. He can get it done. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. By the way, I had Raheem Mostert right before Melvin Gordon at 17. He's a solid RB2. He's been getting all the work. Uh, just keep in mind that he did not practice on Wednesday with a knee injury. Um, so just monitor that. Raheem Mostert is one of those dudes that if he gets hurt, if he has an injury on Wednesday, like you have to pay more attention to it. Um, yeah. So hopefully you didn't drop Chase Edmonds. If this is actually a real injury, who knows? He could come straight back to practice today um, and be fine. So just, just right. keep an eye on it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And for us, you kind of prophesized that. So if that would be something if this ended up being an injury. I did not <laughs> prophesize nothing. I didn't prophesize nothing. Okay. I don't know. The prophecy Listen, read, as I remember you we, saying, <laughs> you can't rely on Raheem Mostert to stay healthy with this type of workload for, what was it, 12 more games? Um, it's funny that's happening already, but um, I'm not saying that you're calling injuries or betting injuries. Zach, is, Zach, is reading, Zach is reading the podcast notes from yesterday. He's like, and I quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pulled it right up. It's like a scroll. You open it. <laughs> oh, man. David Montgomery, have him here at 19. Clyde edwards is at 20. You're hoping that he scores a touchdown uh, with Clyde Woods-Hilaire. Like, that's what you're hoping for? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. Miles Sanders. I hope he scores a touchdown. Miles Sanders at 21 against Dallas. Uh, J.K. Dobbins at 22. Followed by Travis Etienne, Kareem Hunt, and James Robinson. Uh, This is the first time this year, outside of maybe going into week one, where I'm ranking Etienne over James Robinson. Uh, but But Robinson is trending down. Etienne is trending up. Robinson, he's averaging 4.1 yards a carry. Etienne's averaging 4.9 yards a carry. Robinson's averaging 5.6 yards per reception. Etienne's averaging 11.3 yards per reception. Etienne is the better player, the more explosive player, and I'd expect this backfield to continue to shift in Etienne's direction as it has over the past couple weeks. Right, and where do I feel like we've seen this shift kind of happening before? Oh, yeah, New York with Brees Hall. 
So if this happens, you know, and it, it kind of happened over a couple of weeks, and now Brees Hall is now, you know, the undisputed pretty much RB1 for the Jets. We've kind of seen the shift happening, and it's been, you know, you don't see it in the box score. If you look at the underlying usage, like we've been talking about in the podcast the past few weeks, Travis Etienne's kind of been stepping up, taking a lead a little bit. If he has another strong game, this could be Travis Etienne's backfield by next week. Um, I think that he's in a good spot, and he could have like a Brees Hall type effect if you drafted him. You know, he's slow, slow to get on um, on a roll, but he's it seems like he's trending that way, and his production should go up. Um, from what we've seen so far, very similar to what Brees Hall did. Uh, just took Brees Hall a week or two less to get into that lead role. I think Travis Etienne's kind of destined for that as we move forward. Yeah, I mean, it's very. It was very tough to just hand it over to Etienne because of how good James Robinson looked over the past or the first couple of weeks, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, keep giving it to him. Kareem Hunt is at twenty four. Uh, he's getting ten to fifteen touches a game, and you know we know he can be an explosive player and get touchdowns at times. Um, so, you know, I'm okay throwing him in my lineup, especially during these bye weeks. Um, James Robinson at 25, we mentioned him, Zika 26, Najee Harris at 27. Uh, we talked about, um, let's see, we talked about who, who, who else is here? Um, I'm very curious to see what Najee Harris's share looks like with Jalen Warren Mm -hmm. this week. I think he'll do better than he did over the past couple of weeks. I think there's a chance that he can get better, you know, with this offense, hopefully improving. Yeah. Um, but hence his, you, hence his ranking upgrade from 30 to 27 this week, 31, 31, 31, 31 was it? Okay. To 27. Now let me ask you this. Like, you know, you see the guys here, right? Like we have Tony Pollard at 28 followed by AJ Dillon at 29 and then Rashad white to close out the top 30. Um, and those three that I just mentioned, they're, pretty much like just simply upside plays, right? With Tony yeah. Pollard, you're hoping for a big play, which he's had a couple over the past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. With A.J. Dillon, you're hoping for a goal line touchdown. Uh, Rashad White at 30. Yeah, so Rashad White, you know, and you're hoping that he gets the receptions. He had he had four catches and five catches, I think it was, over the past uh, each you know over the past two weeks. So, yeah. you know, he, had, he does have some full PPR value right now, and I think he has more full PPR value than someone like Pollard or AJ Dillon at this point. If you're looking for somebody just give you a few points uh, in PPR mm-hmm. leagues. So let me ask you this now. Are you starting any of those guys over Najee Harris? Probably not, right? I want to say Tony Pollard, but I think Najee Harris is a much safer floor. Um, if you want to talk about the player with the highest upside out of this bunch, it's Tony Pollard just because he could be a home run hitter. Um, but Najee Harris, I think you start him over Tony Pollard. I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure I start Najee Harris over A.J. Dillon. I, I don't know. I feel like A.J. Dillon, you know, is liable to have a big game any week if the touches fall his way. Where Najee Harris, you know, even if he gets the touches, he's kind of just been meh. If Najee Harris truly has his passing work taken away, right, as we've seen over the past couple of weeks, it, it, like last week was a tough week to see it because it's like, you know, I want to like on third downs, he's kind of been taken off the field a little bit over the past couple weeks, and that's not good. Yeah. I want to see what happens this week. Um, you know, hopefully Tampa doesn't go all you know to like a 30 0 lead, and now we have another game where no sample size, you know, we can't we can't really tell what the situation is going to look like unless it's, yeah. unless the Steelers just get blown out every single week, and that is the norm for them. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think if Najee Harris gets removed from that passing down work and Jalen Warren is the primary guy there that's going to be terrible for his value and like he's going to plummet out of the top 30 honestly um because if yeah. he's just an early down back <laughs> it's, not, it's not good for his value at all 
at that point, he becomes like a Rashad Penny player, but without the explosiveness. Without the talent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, without yeah. the explosiveness. Exactly. So, yeah, that's tough. Uh, the, the, how do these rankings look to you? Like James Robinson, Zeke, Harris, Pollard, Dylan, and Rashad White. Uh, looks I right. mean, I, I agree with that, like I said, except maybe I'd put, you know, I, I don't want to say Pollard over Najee Harris, but I kind of do. I put Najee, I put, I put Pollard over Zeke just because of the upside. You know, Zeke is, yeah. he's a floor player at this point, and I think his floor is pretty darn low. Anyway, because right. he's liable, he's no longer, you know, the touchdown machine. Dallas isn't running into the end zone very much. If they're scoring touchdowns, it's off long runs from Tony Pollard um, or passes to CD Lamb. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, where Dallas used to make money in the red zone, where that's where Ezekiel Elliott made his money, they haven't been there. So they haven't delivered Ezekiel Elliott to touchdowns. And you've been seeing stat lines like 13 carries for 56 yards, which nets you five points, which is nothing. So I, I, I'd put Pollard over Zeke. i maybe flip the two. I get that. I get that. I like it. Okay, guys, that's about it. Uh, for our full rankings, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash upperhandfantasy. Uh, the link is in the description um, of the podcast and the YouTube video. Uh, so, you know, you can go check out the full rankings there. We'll have flex rankings as well with blurbs on these players talking about the matchups and all that kind of stuff. So, um, as you know, also we talked about underdog. I went over a bunch of those picks early on uh, in the Thursday night preview. Uh, at the if you, if you if you missed the first part of this episode, you can go all the way up to the front and you can see all the picks that I like for tonight on Underdog. Uh, and we'll also have a post out later on Instagram as well. But you can visit Underdog, download the app, use code UPPERHAND, uh, and you will end up getting your first deposit doubled up to $100. But we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. If you can rate and review the podcast, that would mean the world to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform you use. Appreciate you guys. Take it easy. We'll see you tomorrow with the wide receiver and tight end rankings. See ya.